With the NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get in on the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, from GolfUnfiltered.com. Follow us all over social media at Golf Unfiltered. You can send me an email, adam at golfunfiltered.com. It's just me and you this week, folks. I'm going to give you a quick update on a few things in the golf world. Nikki and Dan are hard at work uh, doing all sorts of different things. Trevor is feeling better on his behalf as well. uh, We're going to get him on the website and the podcast here momentarily, uh, probably within the next couple of weeks. Uh, But they are all busy doing things behind the scenes, and so I felt it was appropriate. Uh, because there's just so many news things going on in the world of golf, and boy, there are some big things happening. It uh, it was time for us to just kind of sit back and uh, give you a quick update. The first tournament of the year is over. It was at the Century in beautiful Hawaii. We were able to see uh, Chris Kirk, True Linkswear friend, friends of the program, really. Uh, True Linkswear sponsored. Chris Kirk was able to go out and capture it. It was a huge win for somebody of his uh, stature here on tour. Obviously, he's had multiple wins. That's why he was able to play in the century in the first place. But uh, winning against that field is uh, definitely something that is noteworthy for Chris Kirk. We hope to see a lot more from him in 2024, as we do with all the other names that essentially were making up the entire top five and top ten, for that matter. Uh, Our boys uh, Sahith, as well as uh, Akshay, they made some some movements uh, towards the top of the leaderboard. Would have been huge wins, not only for uh, Chris Kirk, of course, but for either of those two fellas. That would have been fantastic. And then, of course, we see the likes of, you know, the, the usual suspects. Jordan Spieth feels like he's getting back into form again. Scotty Scheffler, you know, really has never, you know, not been in form, it seems. Uh, the world number one. And uh, obviously the big name that was not present, uh, who arguably had the best year out of any golfer last year, John Rahm, uh, since he had made that jump to live, he was not in attendance, at least at the tournament for the century, but we did hear reports that he was vacationing in Hawaii, coincidentally, and did bump into a few PGA Tour uh, colleagues, or former colleagues at least, and uh, from what we could tell, based on reports, uh, everything was cordial, um, sometimes even a little chilly, if you want to believe that. But I found that to be an interesting little tidbit from the week. But I think the biggest news of the week, and this just broke this morning. I'm recording this on Monday afternoon, January 8th. Tiger Woods, after 27 years, is no longer part of Nike Golf. Now, this is something that had been rumored for weeks leading up to today. Um... He had been playing since he had come back from his car accident and his, you know, one millionth surgery. He was uh, playing, not wearing Nike golf shoes. So that was kind of like the first telltale sign. Now, he had mentioned, uh, I believe he was wearing foot joys at the time and continues to. He had mentioned that these were shoes that were going to provide him more stability based on his reconstructed ankle. And, you know, he's got half a leg now on that side, on one of his sides, at least. 
so that was always kind of just, you know, poo-pooed away. You know, oh, no, these, these shoes work better for me, which really didn't sound good for Nike. But now it's official. He is no longer with Nike Golf. And so obviously a lot of, a lot of people are wondering, where is he going to end up? That's the natural next thought in this whole thing. If not Nike, then where? Now, I've got some thoughts on that. Now, I will go off, uh, you know, just on the record right now, and I will say I don't know anything uh, specific uh, regarding where Tiger might end up. There's a lot of rumors around there. I've heard that he may end up uh, maybe with Grace and Clothiers. That's where I had thought originally he might go, and the reason I think that, if you've not heard of Grayson, uh, it's an extremely stylish brand. I, I really like their stuff. It's a little expensive for folks like you and me, but... His son, Charlie Woods, just signed a sponsorship deal. I imagine that their uh, family friend, Justin Thomas, who was also sponsored by Grayson, had something to do with that. And so I had thought, oh, maybe that, that makes the most sense. Tiger's just going to go where Charlie went. We also heard that perhaps maybe Tiger is going to start his own line. Who knows? I mean, that seems to make sense. Other sports stars in the past, especially those with Nike, like Michael Jordan and others, They've started their own thing. I mean, I think that would be an awesome way for Tiger to go. We also saw Jason Day, a former Nike-sponsored athlete, go to Melbourne. It's not Melbourne. I was corrected on how to pronounce it by uh, some social media folks. It's Melbourne. Uh, you saw him in Melbourne gear at the Century this this week. And, you know, it's it's more retro. This is something that uh, Nikki and I, as well as Dan, talked about in our uh, prediction episode, that we think that golf in general is going to lean more into the retro style. And that's certainly what Melbourne is all about. Um, personally, I don't mind the baggy pants. Um, I'm not crazy about all the patterns that Jason Day was wearing, but I like the bagginess. Let's be comfortable out there, folks. I don't want skin tight, skinny whatever when I'm out there playing golf. No, I'm out there to be, you know, sloppy. I'm out there to play uh, horrible golf and uh, hopefully break 80 every so often. That's that's how I enjoy playing the game. And clearly Jason Day is the poster person now, <laughs> the poster boy for, for Melbourne and bagginess. Maybe Tiger goes there. I don't see that happening. I don't see how a company like Melbourne can afford that. But then again, what do I know in regard to these uh, budgets that are being thrown around? And, for, and quite frankly, does Tiger even need a big equipment or a clothing deal anymore? Does he need any deals anymore? I mean, he's got more money than anyone that I can think of, and at least in the sports world. And he's he's fine. So that's why I also think that he might take the risk and actually start his own line, probably have you know, an Adidas or, or whoever uh, behind the scenes kind of, you know, actually producing the clothing. But Tiger can take that risk. And uh, let's be honest, who's not going to go and buy Tiger Woods apparel? I know I'm going to, if that's what happens. Hell, if you go with TGL or whatever, TGR, actually, that's his, uh, that's his thing. If he puts out an entire line of that, you damn well know I'm going to go ahead and buy some stuff. And you will too. I know there's some of you listening to this rolling your eyes. Uh, you, you still like Tiger, no matter what you say. So it's interesting as far as what's happening to Nike Golf itself. You know, I, I'd love to dive more into this, and I'm going to talk to some folks. I'm hoping to go to the PGA show uh, in a couple weeks here down in Orlando, Florida. My return to the PGA show, my buddy Dan Hauser, you all know and love, will be down there as well. He lives in Florida, so it's just a short drive for him. Um, hopefully we stay healthy. Knock on wood. I mean, it's just crazy out there. It seems like everybody I know is sick. So, uh... Clearly, 
there's stuff going around still, so be safe out there. Some of you listening to this might be uh, wasting some time or, or relaxing, and maybe you're men- on the mend from the holidays. It seems like every single year now, this is the way that it is. Uh, so uh, health notwithstanding, hopefully I will be able to go down and ta- uh, talk to a few folks, learn a few more things. Hey, what's going on with Nike Golf? What happened? Is it just something that they want to, you know, take out of their portfolio? All the questions that I'm sure many of us are asking ourselves. And, uh, you know, the bigger picture here, when we think Nike Golf, we always thought Tiger Woods. And, you know, we all remember the the scene at the Masters where the chip shot, he's got Stevie Williams on the bag. He hits this ridiculous chip shot off the side of the green and it rolls. And then just before the ball falls into the cup, you see the Nike swoosh. We all remember seeing that. And even the commercials, the many commercials that we saw with Tiger Woods, they were outstanding. The slow-mo where Tiger was dressed all in black and we see his his incredibly powerful pre-injury, pre-surgery swing. We all remember that too. That's been floating around uh, social media, and it looks like everybody is uh, sharing their favorite Tiger Woods Nike moments on social, and and they should because that's what we think about. I mean, could you imagine? How can we imagine not seeing Sunday Red with that you know white or black swoosh on his uh, his chest? That's just something that is synonymous with with Tiger Woods, and I feel the same way, or I felt the same way, you know, with Michael Jordan, a very commonly brought up athlete to compare uh, to Tiger and pretty much anything. And of course, MJ, he went and started his own thing, the Jumpman Silhouette. We all know that now, and it remains to be extremely successful. It's one of the most popular brands of all time. I could imagine a Tiger Woods silhouette of some sort. Maybe he just goes hardcore with the TW symbol. I don't know if Nike owns that trademark. I assume that they do. But regardless of where Tiger Woods ends up, I think it's safe to say that this is just another example of how the game of golf that most of us know, most of us listening to this podcast, uh, it's just changing. It's no longer what it used to be. It's not a bad thing. We can't be afraid of change. We have to welcome it. Things happen all the time outside of our control. That happens in business. It happens in life. It happens everywhere. And certainly in the game of golf, it is changing. Recently, I uh, published a... Uh, a brief post, a brief article on golfunfiltered.com talking about the full flavor of golf being on full display or all the flavors. I don't even remember what the title was, but it's there on the website on the homepage, Um, which really quick side note, the homepage itself, the website in general uh, might look a little different. Uh, Our provider Squarespace, not a sponsor of the show, uh, but we would gladly take their money. (laughs) They uh, they wanted us to upgrade to a newer version, so that's why it looks a little bit different. Hopefully you find everything that you uh, normally would look for on there, and if you see any mistakes or anything like that, just go ahead and let us know, adam at golfunfiltered.com. But uh, in the piece that I'm referencing, I talk about two things during the first week of the season. The first, of course, being John Rahm's, uh, you know, stuff coming out. More about John Rahm's jump to live. Obviously, that happened before the first of the year. But the bigger thing was that Rory McIlroy had appeared on another podcast, the Stick to Football podcast, which is a uh, here stateside. We call it soccer. Uh, across the pond, we call it uh, football, of course, or footy. Um, he went on there and he talked to those guys. It's a great podcast. Go and listen to it. And he talks all about, well, maybe I was a little too judgment- judgmental 
Easy for me to say. Maybe I was a little too judgmental on the start of uh, people jumping to live. And Rory goes on to say, you know what? At the time, this is how I felt. And that is different than how I feel now. In fact, Rory went so far as to say, hey, I just have to accept how things are right now. What I personally found so comical about all this, and this is what I write in the piece a little bit, is how so many other media outlets just kind of took this and ran with it and skewed it and flipped it around and, and made it something completely what it wasn't, even going so far as to say that Rory made a complete U-turn on his feelings towards live golf. They were making it sound like Rory was on his knees begging and crying and pleading for forgiveness, saying how wrong he was. Now, those of us who actually listened to that podcast interview, and you can listen to it on the, that article I'm referencing that I put on the website, I embedded the episode for you to list so you have no excuse. You can go to golfunfiltered.com right now, click on that article, the full flavor of golf uh, on full display or whatever it is, and then click on that and you'll see that the embedded episode is in there. And you can go on YouTube and listen to the entire, watch a video version of it. And at no point does Rory say the words, I was wrong. He doesn't say that. He does allude to the fact that, you know what, maybe he was a little mistaken, which some of you are going to argue that's the same thing. Perhaps it is, but you know what it isn't? It's not Rory going on and saying, wow, I got all this wrong. No, in fact, he was saying, you know what, what he made a mistake about was his reaction to everything. And he didn't go so far as to say that he even changed his mind about Live Golf. He still doesn't like it. He still hasn't received an offer from Live Golf, and I am willing to bet that he never will. And there's a reason for that, because Rory has made it abundantly clear that he is not a fan of Live Golf. But, and it is a huge but, he has to accept that this is the way things are right now. And he goes, that's what he says. And all these other headlines and, and other, uh, you know, uh, live golfers going and saying, oh, uh, Greg Norman, this guy, good God, saying that Rory, uh, what do he say, uh, laid on his sword or whatever it was. Good grief. There isn't a guy in this world who is more prone or, or is more, um, fits the bill better for a golf podcast to listen to himself talk than Greg Norman. And yeah, I get it. You're listening to me talk as I talk here alone in my office. But my gosh, this guy... Anyway, you know how I feel about Greg Norman. That's not what Rory did, okay? And I'm not trying to sit here and defend Rory in any way. He doesn't know me. I don't know him. But in this day and age of, of misinformation and, and skewing things you know, on, on uh, the internet and headlines and things that actually happen and the things that we all see and hear at the same time and yet have different opinions or just complete, it's not even a different opinion. It's a complete, completely different retelling of what actually happened. That's exactly what was happening with this whole Rory thing. Take him for his word. That's all you can do. Rory has never been the type of guy to go into some ridiculous rant about things that he doesn't know anything about and 
nor does Rory go so far as to say things that could be easily disproved later. He is very calculated. He is very objective. He does sprinkle in some subjectivity here and there, of course, because he's human, but he also takes the time to actually think about what he wants to say first before he puts it out there in the world. He's one of the best interviews. He's one of the best press conferences that we have in golf. That's not to say that there aren't people on the other side of the coin that aren't either. Phil Mickelson, he is a press conference. uh, He's just golden when it comes to that. He is a reporter's dream when asked a question because you know he's going to go off. So the important thing, though, is when we saw all this happen during the week, it was just more of the same. We saw all of this in the years leading up to to last week, at least at the time of this recording. And golf continues to be this thing where it's like, oh my gosh, we're just going to continue to misconstrue facts. And I'm not talking about the game itself. I'm talking about this, you know, the media side of golf. Gosh, it's so exhausting. And then the other thing that we saw, speaking of media, and another example of how golf has changed in so many different ways. I don't, listen, I don't, I don't listen to Barstool. I don't particularly enjoy their content. Every so often I'll see a video on social that makes me chuckle a little bit. I think, and I will go on record and say, I think uh, the, the leadership and the things that, that, that Barstool stands for is not something that I want to be associated with. But there's this guy, Jerry, Some of you probably listening to this know what I'm talking about. I don't know anything about this guy, but um, he spent over 37 hours hitting a golf ball into a screen on a golf simulator trying to make a hole-in-one, and he finally did it after some obscene number of shots. He finally did it. Everyone was extremely excited. People were jumping around. For what it's worth, taking that many swings with a golf club and actually accomplishing that goal, hey, That was probably exhausting. Your hands probably were tore up. I would never do that. (laughs) I mean, that just isn't something, that's not how I want to spend my time. But he did it. And uh, what was more surprising to me than the actual feat itself, because let's face it, it's a video game. Yes, I know you have to physically swing the golf club. I understand that. I know how simulators work. Still a video game. Perfect lie every single time. No wind. Yes, I know there's video game wind or whatever the hell it is. I can go on and on and on and on. Just call me an old codger when it comes to that stuff. But what was more surprising was the feedback and the excitement and the people that that congratulated him. And I'm not talking about the fact that they were doing that. Fine, good for him. He did it. Well done. Well done, man. <laughs> 30-something hours later. Good for you. But PGA Tour stars. Dwayne Wade tweeted something. NBA legend. Dwayne Wade tweeted something. Paige Speranic tweeted something. It goes on and on. And I was just shocked. And it happened during the week of the century. And so then people, uh, you know, they, they stuck cameras in front of Ricky Fowler, Max Homa. Others, 
and they were all offering their congratulations. And I know that these, you know, the Barstool golf guys, they, they, they have connections, they have relationships with these players. Good for them. They're a big media outlet. And I just had to sit back and think, this would have never happened five years ago. The game is changing. And I often have this, um, I have this, this feeling that like the PGA Tour especially, with all the bad press that they've gotten lately, for good reason, any little thing that just happens to have a glimmer of popularity or positive buzz right now, and it involves golf, the PGA Tour is going to smother that thing <laughs> like Lenny in uh, Mice and Men, I swear. They're just going to they're going to hug it and they're going to try to do every piece of content they can just to stay cool. There's a meme of Steve Buscemi. I don't even remember what it's from. But he's got a backwards hat on, he's carrying a skateboard, he's got it on his shoulder, he's dressed up like a teenager and he just goes you know something like hello fellow kids. That's that's the PGA Tour right now. I just, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. And you know what? It's not for me to understand. I don't have to understand it. I think, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's fine. Whatever. It's harmless fun. Nobody got hurt doing that thing. You know, whatever. It's certainly more digestible and easily, you know, easily tolerated in comparison to whatever the hell Rory's thing was and all the misconstrued headlines that happened because of that. That is what I'm sick of. I'm sure many of you agree. And, and trust me, you let me know. <laughs> you let me know on social and in an email and all that too. So, uh, But anyway, the, the point being is that, you know, golf continues to change. It's a different sport. We're seeing all sorts of different things. The, um, uh, Like I said, the PGA shows around the corner. I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of different inventions and technology. And yes, there's going to be some of the same. I know that the rollback that was announced, everyone's still thinking about that. It's going to impact average golfers like me and you in 2030. We've got some years. We've got six years before this is going to hit us. It's going to be interesting to see how things are marketed, how technology changes. And I'll just remind all of you again, if you're one of the people that are extremely upset at the USGA taking your distance away, you're not going to experience that big of a drop. You're not. You're just not. Okay? You don't have to talk to anyone about it. I'm telling you, you're not going to experience that big of a difference. All right? It's going to be fine. You're still going to love golf. You're not going to quit the game because you lose three yards. And if you do, you don't need to be in the game in the first place. That's the way I see it. These companies that make the equipment are extremely intelligent the people behind the brands, they're extremely intelligent. A lot of them are literal scientists that make this stuff so that you and I can go out on a Saturday or a Sunday and drop a, you know, a few hundred dollars to go play a golf course we have no business playing from a set of tees that we have no business hitting from into lakes. You're still going to be able to do that. So give them a break. USGA is just thinking long-term here. I know that's hard for some of you to do, to think of future generations, but that's all they're doing. 
And they're doing it in a way that's not going to negatively impact you right now to the degree that you're worried about. At this point, I should probably take a break, take a breath, <laughs> stop yelling at you guys. Uh, I mentioned our sponsors. Um, you know, we, 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 we love the sponsors that we've worked with for years. Those include Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. If you're in the Chicago area, you obviously know of them. If you're a golf fan that has watched, speaking of Tiger, so many wins at Dubs Dread at Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. They're back this year for 2024. Love them as partners. They've got a lot of great events coming on. They actually did their Chili Open. I No, the Eskimo Open. I'm sorry. Troy, if you're listening, I'm sorry. It's the, it's the Eskimo Open that they do. We got a good amount of, uh, got a good amount of snow here in the Chicagoland area. But they, they did it. Those people, I tell you, they're maniacs out there. <laughs> they, they still did it. But uh, we'll be doing more with Cog Hill this year um, as we did last year. But uh, go out to coghillgolf.com to learn a little bit more about all their courses. They've got a great practice area. They've got a great academy. They've got a fitting studio right there in the academy now. They did a lot of upgrades recently. And that's where I do all my practicing. I mean, it's just it's so convenient for me. It's just down the street. And uh, I love those guys over at Cog Hill. Uh, Mizuno Golf is actually back on board as well. Um, they got some cool stuff coming up. I'm hoping, uh, me and my buddy, Chris Campbell, who he's been on the show, um, at least on our YouTube channel, got me fitted into Mizuno clubs last year. Uh, hopefully that we can reconnect this year to tell you a little bit more about the, uh, the MP line. Uh, it looks great. I believe it's the, uh, the two, four, the two, four, one, the two, four, four, two, four, three. I don't know. I should probably get these names down, but I'm going to see him up close, hopefully. And I'm going to be able to tell you all about them. Uh, that has become kind of an annual thing that he and I do, and I'm glad to have, we are glad to have Mizuno Golf back on board as another sponsor. Our friends over at Sharp Focus Nutrition, uh, Brinson Paolini, he has been on the show a few times, and you know, Sharp Focus Nutrition is one of those, um, it's one of those brands that, they're a small brand, I love what they're doing, they've got a lot of creativity, they've got a lot of big ideas, and they're making things happen, and it's all health-based. And so if you go out to sharpfocusnutrition.com, you learn a little bit more about what I'm talking about. They've got, uh, you know, obviously they started with the, the snacks and the, the, um, the nutritional system that they do for those of us playing golf. You kind of munch on these things throughout the round to play your best, to keep your energy up, keep your blood sugars, you know, all, all where they need to be. And they've, they've branched out into other areas of health as well. Plus, that guy offers golf lessons and instruction. He does all sorts of things. I, I really, uh, I appreciate small businesses like that, that uh, wear many hats. So uh, go out and check them out too. And of course, we continue to work with our friends over at Sunday Golf. Sunday Golf is a, uh, it's a really cool, casual brand for golfers everywhere. They've got different golf bags. Their big thing is they've got different golf bags of different sizes. So they've got the Sunday bag, hence the name Sunday Golf which uh, you can carry just a handful of clubs in if you go to like a par three or an executive course or if you're just going out to practice. I, I have the Loma bag that I use for that purpose often if I just want to, you know, grab a few wedges or something and I go out to the range. Uh, they also have a full-size bag, which is the Rider bag. That is the bag that I use primarily. Uh, you can add customization to it. I've got, you know, a cute little golf unfiltered right there on the ball pocket. Um, but they've got a whole uh, apparel line as well. It's, it's really cool stuff. And uh, they did something interesting not too long ago. They actually uh, invited investors, uh, just regular customers, to invest in the company. Um, I, I didn't get on board for many reasons, but it was really cool that they allowed others to do that. And that's just, uh, it's, it's a brand of the people, like quite literally. 
Um, so that's something that you want to check out, sundaygolf.co to go check them out as well. And if you're listening to this and you're interested in uh, any sponsorship part, uh, opportunities or becoming a partner, please let us know. Most importantly, the uh, title sponsor of our podcast remains Bridgestone Golf. We're going to be doing more things with them, uh, with some other partners associated with them that I can't officially talk about just yet. But uh, really excited about that. I'm hoping to hang out with them down in the PGA show. Uh, Adam Rayberg, Elliot Mello, those are two names that you've probably heard on this show many times in the past. Uh, Nikki, our, our Nikki Dunnigan is actually just down the road from Bridgestone HQ. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. But they, uh, they continue to be the title sponsor of the Golf and Filter podcast. And who knows, maybe even a little bit more in the near future. Hint, hint, wink, wink. At any rate. I think I covered anybody from our partnership standpoint. Really love love our partners. Uh, they make it possible as well as you all make this possible and fun. I don't know how long I've been doing this anymore. I, You know, when I think back and I have these calls uh, sometimes with brands or, or people who want to come on the show, hey, Adam, how long have you been doing this? And I, I forget now. <laughs> it's been a while. I, it's got to be over 15 years. And um, it's been a long, long time since we were just making uh, – podcast episodes when I was talking into my my iPhone. Just recording on my iPhone. I've told that story a few times on other shows, and it's just, it's funny to see how far we've gotten. Uh, we continue to grow year after year. I guess just a quick update on terms of Golf Unfiltered in general, because you all know I like to be transparent about that. We had our biggest year ever last year, and that's all because of you. You know, we put out the content that we can. You know that none of us do this full time. In a lot of ways, I'm like, thank God we don't do this full time. But uh, you keep coming back and more of you are jumping on board and we appreciate that. We know that we're not the biggest site in the world. We know that we're not the biggest podcast, but we've got a really loyal following and it continues to grow. And that just allows us to do other cool things. And, uh, you know, if nothing else, something that started out as just a, a side hobby for me it has grown into a company has grown into uh, having some folks help out, uh, some friendships, of course. Nikki, Dan, and now Trevor uh, Reesk has jumped uh, jumped on board. Chris McEwen, of course, he does special uh, pro- projects for us every so often. I think I just said projects, <laughs> which I think is a new word that applies to uh, both projects and podcasts. So Nick continues to do projects with us. And we're going to do more stuff uh, this year as well. And if you've ever got any recommendations or anything that you would like to see, you could reach out to me, adam at golfunfiltered.com. Follow us all over social media. You heard me say this at the beginning of the show, at Golf Unfiltered. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for more great stuff coming this year in 2024. Thanks for staying uh, with us. Thanks for hanging out. And thanks for listening to this week. Take care of everybody. Stay indoors if you are in a part of the United States or the world that is getting these winter. Oh my gosh, there's so much snow coming. It's ridiculous. I think we're going to get just piles of it tonight here but uh, stay safe out there golf will be back soon